What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Live Golf Jetta 2024 betting preview. My boy Danny Woodhead is going to be joining me here in just a moment. Uh, we can't wait to do it. He's excited. I'm excited. Unfortunately, we had to work around Danny's schedule. Pat couldn't make it, but he wanted to be here. He said, I'm sorry. I know you saw me on the thumbnail looking actually like he's Middle Eastern. Uh, I look like I'm a million years old, and I'm like a Pharisee in the Bible that survived all these centuries later. But I don't know why that is. Um, but Pat can't be here today, so it sucks. And, and you know, for everybody who just thinks, DB, you're the live guy, you know what? D Pat wanted to do this. Pat wanted to be on the show. He wanted to make some, some, make some bets. Uh, he's interested that AK is back. So you guys can just, you guys can screw off. That's what you can do. It's going to be a good show, though. Danny's going to hop on. We're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about the golf course here in a second, uh, what we need to know. We're going to get into some outright picks, some top 10s, some top 20s. I think there's some serious betting decisions that need to be made here, especially at the top. Um, and and then at the end, I think me and Danny, if we have some time, we're going to talk about AK, Anthony Kim, making the, making the return. Taylor Gooch's comments. Rory was actually asked about it today. Um, on the PJ tour, obviously, and just you know, any other any other things we want to talk about. Danny loves coming on and talking, uh, mixing it up with us on Live. He's a big time golf nut and just loves golf and supports professional athletes doing what they want to do. So that's why we're here. Hope you guys uh, are having a great day. Let's talk about the golf course. It is, it is, uh, you know, it's it's a course we're familiar with actually. Royal Greens Golf and Country Club. In the King Abdullah Economic City, Saudi Arabia. Shout out, um, whatever. I don't know how you know. I don't. I don't know anything about King Abdullah, but you know, um, it's a nice golf course. I will say that. I, I will definitely say it is a very nice looking golf course. It's pure. It sits on the Red Sea. They're playing it as a par seventy this week. It's only about seven thousand yards, maybe a little over seven thousand yards, and it is a golf course that we've seen a lot outside of just the last two years on Live. Um, which, by the way, it's been won by Brooks Kepka both of those years. Kepka won last year at 14 under here, and he won the year before at 12 under. I do believe it was played at a different time of year. This this event was later in the schedule than it appears this year. But it's also been played as the Saudi International event on the Asian Tour, the DP World Tour, for quite some time. Uh, Dustin Johnson has won twice at this golf course in 2021 and 2019. Abraham Answer won in 2023 at 19-under. Uh, Harold Varner won at 20, in 2022. And GMAC, Graham McDowell, won in 2020. So, you know, a mixed bag there. When you look at the winners, I mean, DJ twice, HV3, Answer, a little, little short knocking Abe Answer with no pop in the bat, but just hits a lot of greens, doesn't make a lot of mistakes, can, can roll the rock when he's hot. He's not been rolling the rock lately, but can roll the rock when he's hot. And then GMAC, who's like your coastal windy guy, you know what I mean? And and GMAC's been uh, GMAC's been heating up a little bit, so we could talk about we could talk about GMAC. Um, now, the you know, like I said, par seventy, you've got wind and water. That is the big defense here. That's that's who's playing D. If there ain't no wind, it's all up to the water and the bunkers. Other than that, these guys are going to kill it. They're, they're going to feast on this place. The greens are pretty big, but they are protected. There's a lot of bunkers out here, a lot of sand. Um, it's Zoysia Fairways, which if you've, if you've never played on Zoysia, you probably uh, 
I don't know, maybe you just not played on nice enough golf courses. Really nice golf courses have Zoysia. It is literally like hitting off of a, a, a really high-end driving range mat. The ball just sits up on a tit. Just just sits up right there. Real nice. You get a lot. All your grooves can connect on a golf ball from Zoysia Fairways. And you have Paspalum Greens, which we're familiar with. The Paspalum. Native, native kind of popular grass to, to coastal areas by the ocean with a lot of wind, all that stuff. So you're going to have you know, that's where GMAC comes in handy there. I already said it's along the Red Sea. You do have two pretty lengthy par fives. The par fives have some bite. I think one's about 570. One's about 600. I think they're playing around 600 yards. So depending on what the wind's doing there, that could those could be even more beastly of the par fives. But only two of them, and there's a ton of short par fours. You got four, or sorry, eight par fours less than 450 yards. So, um, yeah, all, all good, all all things to know about the golf course. But other than that, I mean, it just doesn't seem to be a tough course to figure out. It does seem to be a course that has produced a variety of winners. Uh, although Brooks Kepka seems to love this place and dominate as he's done year after year. Um, now, you know, if, if you're new to live, if you're not quite familiar, 54 players, 13 teams with four players each. You have two wild card players, Anthony Kim being one. That's the one getting all the chatter. Hudson Swafford being the other. Uh, Huddy's like, what, what, what am I, chopped liver? Yes, you are this 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 week. I think, yes, you are. Um, everyone is pumped about Anthony Kim coming back. If you're like, where do I watch live golf? It's actually not that hard. People make it seem a lot harder than it really is. It's just not. If you are, if you have the interweb, if you have a satellite, if you have satellite internet, okay, which for a time in my life, I had satellite internet. If you have a Verizon, remember the Verizon MiFi hotspots you could carry around with you, 4G? If you have that, you can still probably figure it out, okay? It's not hard. On Friday, you can watch it on uh, on Live Golf Plus. You can watch it on their YouTube channel. You can watch it on the CW app. And now this new thing called Caffeine. I don't know what that is other than what I'm addicted to and must have every morning. But I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Apparently, Caffeine is this streaming platform for sports and like very odd uh, there's a, uh, well, there's some regular sports, you know, like like live golf, and uh, I think the high lies on there, which I think is a regular sport in most parts of the world. It's a great IPA, I do know that. Uh, but they have like in in they have some weird sports too. I actually saw on caffeine, they have. Uh, have you guys seen this in like in car seatbelt uh, wrestling? Have you guys ever seen that? Like they start they they're ones in the driver's seat, ones in the passenger seat. And it's like jujitsu in a car. It's wild. It's actually a lot of fun to watch. YouTube that. That's on Caffeine. Saturday and Sunday, it's live on the CW Network, the CW app, and Live Golf Plus. Live Golf Plus is the easiest way to do it because it's free. You can get it on your phone. You can watch it on a laptop. You can airplay it to a TV. You can get I mean, it's it's just not that hard, people. So you can do that. Now, the, the hard part about this week is that for us, us folks on the East Coast, um, it tees off at 3.15 in the morning. So uh, I won't be, I, I just, I got to tell you, like I am excited about AK and I want to see him, but I don't want to see him that bad. I've already been sleep deprived these last couple weeks with a lot of stuff going on in the Barnett house. Got a new puppy to add to the mix. I need my beauty sleep. So I just, you know, I don't know that I'll be waking up to watch it, but um, I will definitely be looking at all the highlights. I'll be, you know, catching up on X, Twitter, whatever, and, and doing that. And I'll be sweating my bets. I mean, I'll be, you know, that'll be the first thing I do. You, you know, you're going to roll over 
you're going to open up the app and you're going to go to players and then you're going to look at the leaderboard. And I like to start at the bottom. I do. I like to start at the bottom. I, I like to I basically ignore the top of the board. I scroll all the bottom and then I start scrolling up, hoping that I don't see my guys. I want to see my guys late. That's just how I do it. That may not be how you do it. I'm sorry. So, yeah, 315 Eastern tea time. Obviously, it's a shotgun start, so they're going to be done. I mean, it'll be you know probably buttoned up by 8:15, 8:30 on uh, Eastern. So you know if if you're a really early riser or whatever, you could check out maybe the last few holes or whatever. But um, yeah, anyway, that's that's that. Next week they're going to be in Hong Kong, uh, which I got to be honest, I'm kind of learning some of this some of these golf courses in Hong Kong Golf Club. I'm going to be learning on the fly. Next week is API Week. Arnold Palmer, it's a, it's a signature event on the PGA Tour. Plus you've got this. That's going to be, uh, you know, that's going to be a lot going on. A lot of golf to gamble on. A lot of golf to gamble on this week. You could also, you, you know, maybe we do a little parlay. Maybe we do a Live Golf, um, Live Golf PGA Tour parlay. You know, if Jay Monahan and Yasser can't come together to bring these two together, then damn it, if me and Danny Woodhead can't, you know, and we do it in the form of a of a ridiculous parlay that'll never hit, like a, you know, an outright winner on the PGA Tour. They call it a double, right? An outright winner on the PGA Tour. Plus an outright winner on the live on, on live golf this week. And, you know, we just, we just light money on fire, but see what happens, but that's bringing it together. You know what I mean? What if, but what if it hit and then we became the guys that really it started the whole thing? We didn't start the fire, but it, you know, shout out Billy Joel. Um, at this point, I am stalling on Danny to get here. As soon as Danny gets here, we're going to bring him in. He should be here any minute. So we got Hong Kong next week. Miami is the week before the masters at Trump Doral, which is typically also another fall-time event. Um, so that is the, uh, that's the schedule. That's what's going on um, with Live Golf right now. Then they, go to, then they go to Australia in Adelaide. That that place was lit last year. That's at the end of April. So anyway, that's kind of the schedule coming up. If you missed the first two Live events, uh, I did a preview for Mayakoba. Joaquin Neiman won that event in a playoff in the dark against Sergio Garcia. It was a lot of fun to watch, honestly. And mm, a lot because I had Joaquin Neiman for a nice 40-unit hit. So that was fun. Um, if you didn't have it, it was I think it was still fun to watch because of the playoff and how it ended. And they, they chose to play another hole in the dark. And it was just it was electric. The, the green was lit up by the Jumbotron at the end. Mayakoba was fun. Vegas was during Super Bowl week. It was a little nuts. Uh, DJ won Vegas, if you've not been paying attention. Dustin Johnson won Las Vegas Country Club. And I will say, Las Vegas Country Club played a little tougher than I thought it was going to play. I, I didn't, I, I thought they were going to, I thought like that place was on like 56 watch, you know? We've had some 59s, we had a 57 from that dude on the Corn Ferry Tour. I thought that place was going to be on like 56, 55 watch. And it was a little tougher than I think we, we thought it was going to be. But that was during Super Bowl. You may not have even, known that that was happening but it did happen um and and dj dj took it down so uh all right i think that sets the stage we've got uh, i talked to you about the golf course you know let's get in i'm gonna go ahead and start the picks and start talking about some guys at the top here danny will be here uh, i would imagine any minute um so uh oh oh producer tony's got me he's he's helping me yes sure yes we got a clip. We have a clip. Hit me. Let's go. Oh, and the asterisk. Um, look, the Masters is an invitational, and, and they'll invite whoever they think, you know, warrants a, an invite. And, I mean, I, I think, you know, 
to be fair to Taylor, I think the if you look, if you read the entire like the question and then the answer, it's not as if he just came out with that. I feel like whoever did the interview sort of led him down that path to say that. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt there a little bit. He basically just agreed with what the interviewer asked. Um, but at the same time, you know, Joaquin Neiman got an invite, and I played with Joaquin in Dubai a few weeks ago. And he went down to Australia and won. He was in Oman last week. You know, he's been chasing his tail around the world to try to get this, either play his way into Augusta or show enough form to, to warrant an invite. And I don't know if the same can be said for Taylor. Thank you, Rory. Appreciate you coming and good luck this week. Thank you. You know, um, I often am critical of Rory, but I, I thought that was a pretty stand-up answer for Rory. I mean, he definitely took the high road there. Gooch has been getting absolutely gooched on the internet. You know, I mean, just obliterated. His Wikipedia page has been adjusted. I mean, it has been an all-out assault on Gooch for those for those comments. The asterisk if Roy were to win the Masters. Um, you know, it's what it's what people on the internet do. It, they they they're not going to go listen to the context or the whole interview, or they're not going to read all. They're, they're just not. That's just not what they do. Um, and you know, I didn't do it. I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. So, but shout out to Rory. Cause either he did it or somebody on his team did it. They probably knew he was going to get asked about this and they prepped him for it. And if that's the case, then that's awesome for Rory. Like that he responded that way. And maybe it's not, maybe it didn't sound, or maybe it shouldn't be perceived as bad as it actually was. Um, although that, that, that's, that's kind of tough. I mean, um, it is. It, it would be. It's. It's quite. Um, it's. It's quite jarring to think that Taylor Gooch would say that about Rory winning the Masters. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's not going to matter because you know what? Rory's not going to win the Masters. We, we already know that he's not winning the Masters. This, this is. This is true. So we're all up in a tizzy, and 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 the the internet's uh, assault on the Gooch is all for is all for naught. And with that, let's bring in our boy Danny Dubs, Danny Woodhead. How are we doing, bud? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. You look fantastic. I don't know if I look good, but uh, I look presentable. You wore that hat last time. What is yeah, that hat? It's, it's a it's a corduroy hat. It's hard not to wear corduroy, especially when it's cold out. When it's hot, you're going to sweat right through it. Mm. So you take advantage of the days you can get it. You know, we, we well. I mean, I don't remember how old are, how old are you, Danny? Thirty nine. Oh yeah. So we're so it's, we. It's my uh, it's my golden birthday. When it comes to my football jersey, oh, very nice, yeah, very nice. Yes, it is. But you and I are—we're of the age because I'm—I just turned forty. Where you know we remember corduroy being a thing. Corduroy pants were—that was it, bro. I'd still wear them. See, I've not—I've not touched the stuff since since those days. I haven't either. No, I did one year, um, but I—but they didn't fit right. Grayson had a great pair of corduroys. No. But the pocket sucked. Like the back pocket, uh -huh. they they were like just for show. Like let me let me use the pockets. Just show if pockets. If if I need a, Are you sure I you didn't have to like put your? You know how you have to like put your finger and rip through the pocket to get it open? Yes, it wouldn't do that. So I couldn't put a scorecard holder in. I was like thinking I'm gonna rock these and tourneys and everything. Hmm. But you, you I mean, use a scorecard holder. Uh, you're good enough to use a scorecard. I do. I do when I walk. Okay. And I walk a lot. Yeah. 
Do you get to use a push card at your place? Uh, no, you're no, yes, you can, but like I wouldn't because it's so hilly. It would, it's like so. We've had the US, U.S. Senior Open at mm-hmm. our course, and there have been caddies that have said like this is as bad as Augusta. Mm. Yikes! Like hill wise, yeah. So, it's a uh, so if you think about it, like you're gonna ruin yourself trying to push a push card up. Like yeah. if I play like a flat course every one, like if it's a tournament, I will. Because, I mean, you don't, at the end of the day, I'd rather have my legs be a little tired or whatever than my back. Mm. Speaking of Augusta, um, you're, I, was, I was just getting into the Gooch comments. Yes. And, and the, the all-on internet assault on the Gooch. Any, uh, and, and then Rory commented today. I don't know if you saw, we did play a brief clip. Any thoughts on that? Well, like, he was cool with it. He was. He I, was. You know, the, th- the thing that's tough. Um, the way he said it, I mean, it's because he's not in it, he's going to get flack. Right. And cause he's had some, he's had some past funny comments, you know, Gooch has, I, I love him. Yeah. Great player. Um, good player. He, he has had some weird, he said some, I mean, the Ryder cup comment when he first got out Belichick to give him some media training. That's all. It's not. I mean, maybe you could connect him. (laughs) Maybe I could connect him. The thing is, um, is he technically wrong? Probably not. Like now, Gooch about the asterisk thing. Yeah, I. Come on, he's he is wrong. I I don't know if he like. So is he? Yeah. How? Yeah. I mean, so if if, so, let let me say this: Who are we going to miss this year? Now, now, okay. If he wins the Masters, he he's. He's less wrong the further this thing goes out and the more players start to disappear from live that appear currently in the majors. But, like, you're going to have DJ, Rom, Brooks, Bryson, Cam, Neiman. So I'm a believer in you have the best players at the best events. That's that's what I believe. So, like... I, I believe that, too, but the Masters has never done that. They've never no, done I, that. I agree. I agree. That, that that part is true. Um, it w- This year wouldn't be an asterisk. In a year or two, yes, it it a hundred percent. It could start getting there. Yeah, I, I would say it will be. Yeah, because if you're leaving out Bryson, if you're leaving, because I don't know how long his um, U.S. how how many yeah. years? Was he I think it's five. Okay, I can't remember, but I'm saying so. No, this, and you made a great point. The Masters is it is the weakest major field. It is. Right? It makes me so mad, but, but it is. But, but what I'm saying is like, so no, not on the Masters. <clears throat> I'm just of belief. I, I'm tired of these fans that say, well, they knew what they were getting into. I mean, yeah, but like be a golf fan a little bit. Like may, maybe actually like love the game of golf. Because if you love the game of golf, the best players would be – if he was on PGA Tour, would he be in it? That's all yeah, I'm yeah, Because he was, a top, he was top 30. Like – and he's playing arguably way better than he did when he was on PGA Tour. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I, I I think though, like you know, it wouldn't be an asterisk because he's not Taylor Gooch isn't the number one player in the world, right? But I'm just saying, like, he's a guy that could win it good, for sure. Gooch is good so, enough. So to me, yeah. that is kind of like, well, if they're good enough to win it, it is taking less of the guys that could win it. 
hundred percent. But again, they do that all the time. It's not like missing a ROM or something. They, they, they do that. The masters does that every year with the lack of invitations. Right. Um, but wouldn't you say off of um, wins and stuff? Cause I'll tell you what, he beat some dogs last year. He won three times. Yeah. Yeah. He's got chops to, to get it done. Um, but I mean, it, you know, right. you could, you could say the same thing about like, I'm, I'm starting to just scroll down the, the list here of a guy. Let me think of a guy who's not in it. Honestly, Mito could, he could win that. Mito is totally capable. Like, I don't know if, is Nikolai Hoygaard in the masters this year? I don't know. I'm Probably. Sure. I think he is off the world golf ranking actually. Uh, let me see who's not in the world golf ranking. Um, I think it's, I think it's me as a fan. It's not like I'm totally fine with them excluding them from all the PGA tour events. Like mm -hmm. that's a decision they made. But I, I guess I just, I don't know. Some someone said, you know, if if you went to the USFL or the XFL, should you be allowed to? I, I think you should be allowed to play in the NFL if you can. If if calendars match up, like yeah, like do you think everyone? This is just a thing. If Aaron Rodgers said, "I'm going to play in the XFL." And then he's like, comes back and he's like, oh, I actually want to play in the NFL too. Do you think fans are going to be like, no? Well, I don't think fans, fans wouldn't care. They want to see their guy. But the fans that care the most are the ones that have issue with live in general, with, with, with who, who's behind it, all, all those things. That, that's why if, if live were just like another, you know, let's say Liv was started by uh, the group of the SSG billionaires, like, okay, and it was just those guys. And then guys wanted to go back and forth. I don't think guys would care as much. They just want their favorite guys on their favorite tour, right. their favorite league, doing whatever. If SSG took, um, if they started Liv, you think the PGA Tour would allow them back? I don't know. I don't, I, I think. Because I think the PGA Tour, no matter who it would be, was going to be mad. That's oh, yeah. just me from a that's just For me sure. from a sports business like CBA, like NFL stuff. I don't think that I think they would have they would have found something else that they would have made the the people who just listen to whatever people say and then like like the talkers. They would just they yeah. have. They have certain people, certain fans' ears. You know what I mean? Producer Tony just said Hoygaard is not in the Masters. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, I mean, there, there's a guy right there. Like, there's another player who the Masters excludes that True. is super talented. Could he win? Yes. Is it likely? No. But could he? Yes. Um, I, I just, me and Pat were talking about the Masters field the other day. It just irritates me that it's so small. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Um, I, I want to get into, let, let's get into some picks, and then maybe let's talk about Let's talk about some other storylines for uh, for for Jetta. So I talked about the golf course a little bit up front, Danny. Uh, talked about you know a little bit of format stuff, where to watch all that stuff. We're ready to get into the picks. And at the top of the board, I'm having a very hard time because you know Kepka's won at this spot the last two years. DJ's won here two years in in a fuller field, you know, larger field at the Saudi International. Um, Clearly loves his place. Also coming off the win in Vegas. Rom is got to be at some point chomping at the bits to, to take down his first one and go ahead and get that out the way and, and, and break the seal. Neiman just won 
Mayakoba just finished third in, at the Asian Tour at Oman last week, and uh, he's he's primed. So like those four at the top to me, you got Rom at, at about five and a half to one. DJ's nine to one. Kepka and Neiman last I looked were both eleven to one. I feel like I I don't I don't want to bet them all, but I feel like I got to have at least a couple of them, and I'm having a hard time deciding which two I want. What do you think? Yeah, I th- I think I think it's tough. Um, it's tough to go against Brooks just because of the. I mean, you could say the same thing about DJ. Multiple people. Um, Neiman's playing golf right now. He is. He's he's just playing golf, and he's one of the best. He's he's one of the best players in the world. Yeah, he really. He is. Um, obviously, you got to love Brooks out there. Um, it would be. I feel like he's he's got to break through, or not break through. That makes it sound like he's been playing like trash for the last year. Yeah, he I hasn't. Mean, he 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 did fine. Um, it's hard to, for me. It's hard to go against Brooks. But then the thing is, you have DJ who's actually playing golf now. Yeah. Um, I mean, he he was. What what was it? He barely had touched a club and then started practicing. And oh, <laughs> and week two he wins. So, I mean, yeah. He barely started practicing, finishes fifth in Mayakoba, and then wins Vegas. And for for reference, Kepka finished fifth and twelfth in those two events. So I mean, both playing, they're playing know. good golf. And then it, it's crazy for me. Now I know it's going to probably blow a little bit. There's going to mm-hmm. be some wind. Man, I, I wouldn't. And and he didn't play great, obviously, in Vegas on the last day, not on Sunday, but Saturday. Um, Bryson, I mean. He's he's someone that I'm just like I feel like he's gonna win. I know he's I know he's got the new equipment in the bag. Who knows if that's gonna translate fully? But I I still like Bryson. Uh, I, I I really do. Whether people like him or not, I I like Bryson as a. I just wouldn't be shocked with him. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I I don't think I'm gonna be shocked to see Bryson win anywhere. I, I typically prefer to take my Bryson on courses where um, you just absolutely have like distance is a prerequisite. And I don't know. It's not that long of a course. Um, And, you know, I'm not a, I'm a noted, not huge Bryson fan, but um, uh, I will say I've been watching a little bit of his YouTube content lately. I I haven't watched. Is it good? Dude, he was fully mic'd up at the Vegas event and they, and he dropped a video of like his tournament week and to have a guy play the whole tournament, mic'd up shot a 62 round two, like to have a, a guy play the whole tournament mic'd up like that and be able to like, listen to that and watch that is, is pretty cool. It, yeah. it is pretty cool. I mean, it takes a unique person to want to do that. Bryson clearly is embracing the content game, which I am appreciative of for that reason. But um, I, I think I prefer to take him, I think you prefer to take him on a longer course. I think for me, it's going to be Neiman. Like my decision is like Rom. I, I can fade because he's six to five and a half to one. Like that, that's just easy for me to fade a guy at five and a half to one. Because all I mean, you know, really and truly, like th- this doesn't seem this this course. If if you didn't have these four guys all popping and clicking right now, it wouldn't be as hard because I I could see this course producing a long shot winner. Because you don't, it doesn't seem to be a a premium on ball striking. You're not right. going to have to hit a lot of mid and long irons, right? right. It, it's past Palum flat greens. If the wind doesn't blow a lot, it's kind of a it can turn into kind of a putting contest. 
So that can open up a lot of variance in this thing. And you could have a, a, a big, you know, a, a long shot winner here. And it's going to not let the top guys separate themselves as much with their ball striking like they normally do. But these four guys are just either they're all like playing well right now and and they've played well here. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm going with DJ at nine to one and Neiman at eleven. I can't stop Neiman right now. I, I weirdly am. I, I love DJ, but I'm not gonna say the same. You know, just because you did. I okay. Brooksy and there's something. Yeah. And Bryson, Brooks and Bryson. I love Bryson, but I, I I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked. I almost yeah. would go with Gooch. There's some. I think there. I know he said something crazy. Uh huh. But like, what if he wins this week? Uh huh. What's everyone gonna that's, say? That's it. That's a good angle. Because that's, because that's a good it's angle. more so. It's like, all right, I'm gonna say this um, crazy thing. And and was it crazy? The way he said it, I, I didn't love. He's just also saying like, I'm one of the best players in the world. That's why it's an asterisk. That's what he's saying. And I'm I'm okay with him thinking that. I thought it sounded weird. Do you, but, do you think a guy in golf saying that hits different than a guy in the NFL? Like if somebody said, like, you know, if it's a if it's um, you know, the best defensive end in all of football by a mile, and the quarterback, you know, or, or and the quarterback, the best quarterback in the, you know, and the quarterback said and somebody says if he wins this without X defensive end on the other side, it's an asterisk. And do you think people get well, it's a lot easier in an uproar in the same no, way they no, do when it's a golfer? Maybe like They'd be like, yeah. Oh, Michael Parsons isn't rushing the passer. Mm -hmm. Oh, TJ Watts not rushing the passer. It's easier. Yeah. Like at, at the end of the day, it is easier. If there's if the one of the best players isn't playing against us, dude, it it's easier. Yeah. It, it just it that's why, <clears throat> and maybe that's why now, yes, there's tons of great players. That's why it's like I don't. I don't like that he said it how he said it. I love that he believes that though, because he believes he's one of the top yeah. players. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, he's hey. he's pretty good. He's pretty good, and you got to have that in golf. Like yes. So like I I, I don't think he knows how to uh, maybe verbalize it in the right way. He, he needs the Bill Belichick education. No, he just he doesn't. There's not good delivery. Kind of like <laughs> when he was talking about like Ryder Cup, Presidents Cup, like yeah. uh, like that's. You can just say it was a lot of pressure for you and you cared about like your teammates. Like yeah. you can say that. I just don't he gets he just probably gets excited and doesn't know how to say it. Now, I wouldn't be like that's why I wouldn't be shocked. He played well there last year. Now obviously he was in a groove and he was trying to win a zillion dollars. But I it wouldn't shock me coming in. I I mean, Augusta, is there like a you would know better? I mean they could still invite someone, right? They could. I don't think they're – that was another thing I wanted to say. They're not going to do it after that comment to me. No, but no. And, and is it is it petty? I don't know. Maybe. But, like, if he goes out and wins, it's kind of like – it puts him in a weird spot. Yeah. I think it does. If if you're just going out and, I don't know, beating John Rom. I think you'd have to rattle off. I think you'd have to rattle off two out of the next three. <clears throat> See, that's crazy though, because he won three last year. And with I, I know, but when you say it. when you when you say to the Augusta National that oh, oh, tournament uh, yes. is asterisks if I'm not in it, that is a great way to not be in it. <laughs> like, I agree. 
I agree. But I will say this to win three tournaments anywhere in one year. Uh, yeah. And especially against DP. Yeah. Like if you win three at the DP world tour, still kind of a dog in you for sure. And this talent is better than DP. I mean, Thor Bjorn Olison just got the invite because of a, an exceptional DP world tour exactly. season. Um, they they can invite whoever they want. They've always said that. They've always said we can we can freaking make it up. We can decide that we want this guy in our tournament because they, we like they this could shirt. Have Tony Romo if they wanted to, they could. So um, I mean, it wouldn't seem wise, no. but they could have Tony. I don't. No, I agree. I, I totally agree. That's you don't. The comment wasn't great for that, but I, it's just if you're really good. That's that's me in the competitive side as a fan. Like, yeah. So what if he goes out and ends up being tied for thirty fifth? Like, yeah, he's he's a dude that is really good and has beat a lot of the really, 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 really good players. I want to say, didn't he have a um, didn't he have a good Masters finish one year? I feel like he, did. he may have. I can't uh, remember, but I felt like that was talked about, wasn't it? Okay, he had a T fourteen. Yeah, he had a T fourteen. At the 2022 Masters, he had a T34 at the tw- at last year's Masters. God, I actually forgot he was in last year's Masters. Yeah, I mean, T14's not bad. Yeah, he's definitely got the game. Uh, the he's skill set now than in 22. Yeah, but unfortunately, he uh, yeah that 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 the that comment, comment in any context is going to turn off Augusta National. I can tell you. Quickly. Oh, I think yeah, I think we all know that there's not, but. You say things like that. It's not probably a great situation. I'm yeah. just going off. I'm just going off of as a fan. I would love, and I I know the field's not usually the strongest one, but I'm saying out of the majors. Yeah. Yes. If I'm, let's ask this question. If you ask Rory if he'd want Taylor Gooch in or not, I almost a hundred percent. I think he'd be like he should kind of be here or if you ask like yeah. uh jordan spieth or his buddy max homa if if you're like hey like do you think gooch should probably be in this field it's like yeah this is not like you, you know what i'm saying like there's there's certain guys that you know you know that you know that you know would qualify that's so, the top you know what i mean yeah, there's one more thing I want to say before we move on here. I was reading, I was reading the transcript from Rory's interview today. Yeah, and somebody brought up the thing about him speaking to Chubby Chandler, and Rory's like, "Yeah, he's writing a book. I spoke to Chubby. Um, I, I think I saw him in the Middle East last year. Blah blah blah." And then follow up question was, he started by saying, "There's a good chance you would go to live." It was ten percent. Is there a percentage that happens? And Rory said. Somewhere in the middle, maybe. Who knows? Hmm. Which I thought was, and and then nobody followed up with nobody followed up. Now I I was I'm reading the transcript. Maybe it was you know maybe I need to go back and watch the actual video and see Rory's here. I I mean the thing is, bro. Like everything that he said, like has been so much more tame. Yeah, you know, and yeah. he hasn't. He's kind of 
which I will say this. I really respect him if this is what he believes. He's kind of went back and said, hey, I might have been wrong on some things. Yeah. As a man, like, I can really respect that. Whether he likes Liv or not, he might still hate Liv. Yeah. But, like, I respect that he's like, uh, I get it. You know, that things are making more sense to me. Like, that's – now, does that mean he's going to live? No. Could he? He, he may be good. It's almost like – do you get the sense that he's kind of annoyed with how he was tr- treated? A hundred percent. And I think when you think about how he was treated, when you think about the things that have happened since, he's stepping out of the player advisory came one basically wants nothing to do with any sort of player committee, doesn't want to be in the room anymore, doesn't want to be involved, uh, wants to focus on his game. You know, we all know he lives in Jupe. He plays golf with Brooks all the time. Um, and do you think Brooks, he's probably like, it's actually, it's actually pretty cool, dude. A hundred percent he is. A hundred percent he is. And, and I, I, I kind of feel like, I feel like Roar, so you've heard guys say, gosh, like we, we were basically promised to here at Live, we we're going to get world golf rankings, right? Like mm-hmm. guys just kind of said like, what, what's going on? Mm. Is there a chance Rory was promised certain things if he would stand up? Maybe. Yeah. And and it does look uh Yeah, I don't know. It just it's very interesting to me because it's kind of like a different um a complete different personality. Which I'm okay with, man. Like everyone can say think one thing one year and be like, Hey, you know what? My opinions have changed. Yeah, for sure. Even if, even if it was a live guy saying, yeah, my opinions have changed. I liked the PGA better. That's okay. There's, you can have your own opinions. And, and I actually really respect, I respect that he's kind of came out and done that. Like not everyone would do that. Some people be like, Oh, I'm just gonna, well, I made, I made it this way. So I'm just gonna kind of sleep in this bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause it's like, yeah. I don't say I'm wrong. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. All right, let's let's keep talking some bets, and then we yeah. can wrap up with some storylines here. Uh, the next kind of batch in here that I'm looking at is the likes of Hatton, 14-1, to 1, Cam Smith, Sergio, Moronk, Louie, who just finished runner-up in Oman, Abe Answer, who I said won here before, Paul Casey's in this range. You're starting to get into that 40-1 to 1 range. Um, for me, I, I don't... I don't know that I want to bet outright. Um, I think I'm I'm leaning towards Garcia at 25 to one right now in terms of an outright bet. Uh, has played here a bunch of times in the Saudi event with plenty of top tens. He was third here last year at, at the Live event. Obviously lost in the playoff in Mayakoba to uh, to Joaquin. So just continued, you know, great play out of, out of Sergio. Great in the wind, as we all know, um, but. I think so. I like him at 25 to one. I want a little bit of Hatton and MGM, which, by the way, I should have brought this up in the beginning. Um, Live since signing their new deal with, uh, I believe it's called Integrity. They now have the proper qualifications met to be legalized in a lot of legal sports betting states. So if you haven't been able to bet a Live event before, but you can bet on other sports, refresh and take a look because it now might be available to you. I, I know people in our discord have been talking about now it's available and they can bet on it. So more people than ever starting this week have been, are now able to bet on live and that's going to 
continue to grow and they're going to continue to add states. MGM has added some placement bets for Liv. And I think the exposure that I want on Hatton is is a is an even money top 10 bet. So I, I, I want a little bit of Hatton, even money, top 10. And then I want Sergio at 25 to one. And then I'm going Paul Casey at 35 to one to win. Casey's had a couple of strong showings already this year. Uh, he's got a, run, a fifth place finish here in 2022. A couple of good Saudi international events. Um, you know, another great win player, T5 in Vegas for Casey and T11 for Casey in Mayakoba. So Sergio and Casey outright. Joaquin, I, I, I don't know that I, I mean, not Joaquin Hatton. I just don't love the number, but I, I kind of want a little bit of, a little bit of, a little bite of Hatton at the, at the top 10 number. Well, I think we all want a little bite of Hatton just because he's Hatton. Like, <laughs> I I love- the truth. I, I, I love, I love that he, he can play in weather. I, he's just a grinder out there. Um, I, I, I can see that surge was definitely one of the top ones that, that I was thinking, but I'm not afraid to go with Louie right now. I, I definitely debated on, on I'm, Louie or not. I'm, I'm not afraid to go with Louie right okay. now. He's playing well. Um, I, I would say Louie, and I would also say Matthew Wolf right now. He, he's playing some good golf, and I think being on Bubba's team, I think it's freed him up in some ways. Uh, not everyone is. For sure. Not everyone's the, of the mindset of a Brooks. Brooks is – his mindset's a little bit more of a, he kind of reminds me of like a football player, you know? And he's like, Hey, come to work. Like, yeah. and if you're not going to come, like you're dead to me. Yeah. Like, that, that's kind of what it is. And it reminds me a lot of like some of the, the leaders on a football team. It's like, no, 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 you better show up. And, and that's not for everyone. I don't think that's for all golfers too. Right. They're, they're not, yeah, for sure. Not all the same. Now, Matthew Wolf, great athlete, but I would not be shocked. I don't know why, but like, and, and this isn't a long course, but still it's just like Matthew Wolf. I feel like he's in a different space this year. I really do. I, I, I think being with Bubba and, you know, so many people have said so many different things about Bubba, but I think Bubba is almost like a calm, like weirdly a calming effect. To Matthew Wolf, I I like him. I, I I like him this week. Yeah, I mean Wolf uh, played in Oman, finished seventh in Oman just last week. Uh, has a good finish here as well in the live event. Yeah, he's played well there, and and definitely started out this season better than I anticipated. I mean, he was really bad last year, and you could definitely tell that. Obviously, things with him and Brooks, and when you're having to, I mean, here's the thing: like when you sign with Live, you are signing to do more things, like you're contractually obligated to do things with your team and to right. do, to do certain pieces of content, to do travel, all, all this kind of stuff. And like, if you're button heads with the alpha on your team and, and you hate your life going to work, right? Like we all can kind of empathize with that. It, it's hard to perform. So I, I do give, I do give Wolf some credit for how he's, he's seemingly bounced back. We'll see if it, uh, if it shows out this week, I, my kind of Wolf, character in this range and he does a lot of the same things well that Matthew Wolf does is Peter Uline. Um I, I really like I like Uline at 50 to 1. Um he is 50 to 1 on DraftKings. He's all he's 35 to 1 if you have to get an offshore book uh like a like a bet online or whatever. But he f- finished 11th and 18th here the last two years at the live event but he was runner up here um 
actually, no, sorry. He was runner up at the, the first live event here in Vegas. He was runner up lost, you know, I mean, didn't, didn't run down DJ, but runner up 11th in my He's clicking. The putter is white hot for, for you line. And I, and I do think, like I said, potential to be a putting contest if it, if the wind doesn't blow. So a bomber with a great putter, it's a little bit like Bryson, but I get him at 50 to one. Um, the, the middle, the, the iron play can be suspect for you line at times, but I like him there. No, I, I don't, I don't hate him either. Like, uh, I mean, and just what he did, what, what, what was his play? What did he place at Vegas? He was runner up. Yeah. I was going to say it was yeah. top five, but it was runner yeah. up because I mean, I, I just, I, I think about 66, 65, 68. Yeah. And, and he's just been, he's just been good at it. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of been like, uh, I don't want to say relaunched him, but it kind of has, yeah. he, he's, he's kind of been fantastic. And, and, and I love that. Yeah. I don't know. Wolf, I, it's kind of a, a random pick. Cause like you said, he was kind of trash last year and not in a terrible yeah, way. He has, he has oodles and oodles of talent. Like his talent's not questioned. Um, I mean, the way he came out on tour, when he came out with Hovland and Morikawa, he won before either one of them, I think. Yes. I think he won first. Yes. Um, it was at 3M, wasn't it? Yeah. So, you know, and, and then he kind of dropped off, and and everybody's like, well, you know, what is something, what's going on with this kid? But, you know, guys handle that stuff differently, and shit, man, I can't imagine being well, he's, a young, he's a young kid. He, yeah. come, he comes out on tour. Uh, it's a new life. It's not you're just playing golf with your friends anymore. It's kind of the same thing with the NFL, man. Like you get you get out of like a comfort zone of like, oh yeah, we're hanging out with our buddies, and then you get the NFL, and it's like, this is a job. You're not really hanging out with your buddies every night. You're yeah. actually just going home, and you have to study the playbook. It's yeah. just different. And in, in on tour, I mean, that can be a lonely deal, anyways. You're just traveling every weekend, staying in a hotel, and shoot, I mean, young kid, probably not a lot of friends on the tour because. I mean, he just joined. Yeah. So I, I don't know. There, there's something. It, it reminds me of having a, not a good coach, but a coach that just fits you. And there, there's a lot of guys that in all sports, you get under the correct regime and like they go nuts. You, you're under not a great regime for yourself and you just kind of tank. And it's nothing like I don't see it as like a knock on Brooks. I see it like some people, that's what motivates them. Yeah, I agree. And that's just, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I would imagine like, I mean, just me being a dumb fan, but I would imagine like you hear about a player's coach. Yeah. And then you hear about a Bill Belichick, right? Where like, I don't know that a lot of, I never heard players refer to Bill as a player's coach. Now maybe behind the scenes, there might've been things that they, they thought. I don't think it's ever happened. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so you have like that and then you have the player's coach and, and there are going to be guys who thrive some under both, either one doesn't matter, but then you got guys who are going to thrive under one or the other. And um, I could totally see Brooks and Bubba's style of, you know, and it's not like they're coaching Matt Wolf, but like again, it's, you have to spend a lot of time around these guys with the live format and the way things go and all the content you're doing, and you know what I mean. I I kind of love I kind of love it though that it's. I know everyone wants to say like the team aspect isn't. It's kind of just like an afterthought, but like they spend time together, 
they, yeah. they eat meals together, they do things together. I think it does matter, you know, once once you are on a team because even look at Little Wolf this year. I mean, he's he's yeah. arted up much better, much much better. Um, I got I got another guy in this same range who is uh, you can get him at forty five to one on Bet Online. He's a friend of ours, Charles Howell the Third. I like he didn't have the best Vegas showing. I think he had a top 10 in Mayakobo, the event he won the year before. Charles on coastal, you know, not super long past Palin courses is is a send. Um, so 45 to one for Chucky. Chucky three six. I'll take. I think he finished T6 here last year. Um, T19 the year before. So he's kind of the last one in this range. And really for the outrights, that's I got one more that's a bomb. Um, I do have some top tens in this range that that I think have some promise. Um, you need the bomb first, though. You want the bomb? Yeah, I do. I mean, the bomb is is is. Let's run it back for GMAC, man. I mean, the guy won here in 2020. It wasn't that long ago. I mean, 2021 here in, at, at the Saudi event. The last two years at Live uh, for this event, 29th last year, 12th the the year before. But had it? I mean, didn't he play? He's had at least one event here. Yeah, T5 in Vegas for GMAC. Oh, um, now, he's another one who came came to Brooks's team, maybe maybe uh, enjoying the, the atmosphere. But he's 150 to 1. It's a 7,000-yard golf course. I was, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, it's not long. It's not long. And he's won on coastal courses all his whole life, his whole career. He's won on coastal courses. And on the PJ Tour, then he won Pebble. I think he won Pebble. He won, didn't he win the, the U.S. Open in Pebble? Yes, he did. I, I will say this with him, bro. I didn't, I don't want to say it didn't make, I was like, I thought it was interesting when Brooks got him. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, all right. Whatever. I did too. It's, it's Graham McDowell, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He had, he had some success. And I'll tell you what. I did not see a T5 coming. I know. I, I if we go off of like last year and whatnot, and he like I did not see it coming. But it's one of those things, though. Too like you get a little re-energized. Like he's re-energized re by a multiple major winner, Danny. Let, let, let me just say this: now Las Vegas Country Club all, was also a par seventy. Yep, seven thousand sixty-eight yards. It Not wasn't either. I played there. But you have look at yeah, listen to the names on the leaderboard surrounding him. Okay. I'm gonna go down the leaderboard. Dustin Johnson, bomber, Uline, bomber, Gooch, bomber, Wolf, bomber, Casey, still moves it. Yep. Kokrak, bomber. GMAC, bomber. not bomber. Rom, Moronk sends it. Bryson sends it. Sebastian Munoz. Those are the eleven players that finish T9 or better. Yeah. Like he had, he had no business. If you look at the leaderboard, he had no business being up there. So he had to be doing something quite well. And now he comes to a course he's won on before. And in and in solid form at 150 to one, he's got to beat 53 other guys. I mean, the the thing is, he's he he knows how to win. I mean, he's he's yeah. won some big tournaments. And I I think the thing that you said that I didn't even think about, kind of like Matthew Wolf, you get in a right environment. Hey, maybe, maybe working with not that Brooks is teaching him anything because nah. you know what GMAC has a history. Yeah. So it's, but there can be things that like reinvigorate you. Like 
when I will say this before I blow my hamstring out in Baltimore, I would, that whole organization and stuff, it like reinvigorated me. And I was like, I could play for four more years. And the thing is, I probably would have, if I didn't blow my hamstring. Yeah. And it's something you, you don't have to worry about GMAC blowing his hamstring. No, out. He, uh, he will not, he will not. <laughs> Royal you get in a right environment. Yeah. Because what we're not talking about is obviously, um, Matthew Wolf has had a, a past few years of he's had some, uh, wasn't it like mental health stuff? Mm-hmm. He took like, a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get in the right mental health frame of mind that changes everything. If, if you're in a, if you're in a almost like not depressed, but like you're just down all the time. But then next thing you know, the, the environment you're in, the people you're around are positive. Um, you start thinking differently about your golf game. You start thinking differently about your friendships. You start thinking everything in uh, everything that like um, encompasses your environment. It affects the outcome of the sport you play. Yeah. I remember when I was in San Diego, it was even a different environment. I was, I had really good years in new England, but when I went into an environment that like I felt appreciated, I felt um, respected me. My my two my my two best seasons were in San Diego because I was in a different environment, like different environment, different like mental headspace, and it makes the game come much easier if you're in a good space mentally. And I could see, you know, I mean, some of the knock on live appropriately, and I, I have this knock is there are too many old guys that yeah. seemingly took the bag for you know play play for more money, play play less golf. And and they're on the sunset end of their career, and they've not really done much to disprove that, right? Like Westwood and Poulter and those guys haven't done much to disprove on the golf course. And right. I do think Liv would do themselves a favor by finding a way to get those guys out, out or 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 rotating them somehow. I don't know. Like, yeah. so, but it is possible that an older guy in that same vein, like GMAC, could get on a team where Brooks Kepka is the alpha dog and, and he's, he ain't messing around and he just, you know, Brooks probably ultimately, you know, cares about Brooks and, and Brooks winning and, yeah. but also is, is highly competitive and is going to lead from the front. And that might, you know, that might, uh might reinvigorate. Like you said, is a good word, a guy like GMAC. Yeah. Think, think about this. Like, and I'm not saying not to, go down a rabbit hole with that but think if i mean Poults and westwood those guys they're kind of just in a in instance there's in a comfortable situation it yeah. might have got it might have and, and maybe it didn't but maybe it got gmac in a little and this could be wrong but in an uncomfortable situation it's like all right i gotta i gotta yeah. maybe and, and and that can be great for people uh, who's to say that you put Westy on a team that's just a little younger and they're wanting to, Hey, let's make a net. Let's, let's, let's win this thing. Yeah. Let's, let's do something special. That's where the, I will say this. That's where the team aspect can elevate people. Like, cause yeah. some people it's like, no, I don't want to let my teammates down. Like I'm going to go out. I'm already made some good money. I'm going to, you know, hopefully I'm going to get some top tens. I'm going to make some more money. Yeah. I also like, I want to stick around and I want to win with these guys because that's only going to make our lifestyle a little bit better. Yeah. 
Well, if you can't stomach GMAC at 150 to one and you believe in the upside that me and Danny are preaching here, he is plus 550 on MGM to top 10 and plus 190 on DK is the best number to finish in the top 20. Typically, as I say on all of our shows, if you're doing placement bets, I usually like to go on MGM because they do pay out fully in ties. So if you got four guys tied for the 10th place spot, you're going to get paid all of the plus 550 for GMAC. So I like to go to, to MGM if I can, but the, that's a that's an enticing number considering the upside. Um, the only the only other I have one other bet. Actually, I have two other bets, and then I want to talk about the last one. Yeah. Uh, do you have any more outrights, by the way? Any more winner bets? You, I don't. Okay. I mean, there there's a few that you're like, eh. Right. There there's nothing that I there's nothing that I like trust. Like. Right. No. So for those that I don't trust, I have two more that. Um, that I, I just want a piece of Lucas Herbert, who, if you've ever listened to the tour junkies podcast, I can't stand that freaking guy. I could never get him right on tour. He's probably a nice guy. He's from Australia. Most Aussies are pretty cool. Oh, I could man. never get the guy right. I never understood why he was any good because statistically he was an absolute train wreck. He was, he hit it far and he could put the lights out of it. Everything else. It, it looked statistically, it looks as if Lucas Herbert's never hit an iron in his life. It, it's, Absolutely horrible. He finished 10th at uh, Oman. He finished third at this golf course for the 2023 Saudi International. Um, and, and he's off to a decent start in a short-lived career. Top 20. They have the, the top 20 market on DK. He is plus money, plus 120. And in the top 10 market on MGM, he's plus 260. So I think I want a little bit of Herbert and the the, the form I think the the tournament he won on the PGA Tour was the Bermuda, if I remember correctly. So coastal, windy, certain grass types. So I like Herbert. And the last Andy, one I'm going to give you, Andy just finished tenth at Oman. I know it's a week or who's that? Lucas did. Oh yeah, Andy. Yeah, Andy just did did all right in uh, Oman. It's not like it's not bad. So, but he's he's sharp. He's playing right. Yes, exactly. Um, the last one I got to have a piece of, and we're going to talk about after this. We got to talk about Anthony Kim. But uh, Caleb, yeah. Caleb Surratt, the the young, the Whoa. youngest guy on Live, looks to be an absolute animal. Um, finishes twelfth in Vegas to back up his thirteenth uh, in Mayakoba. Um, shot a final round sixty seven at Mayakoba, and that was after I think he didn't he have like a double or a four putt or something on one hole. Yeah. Shot sixty seven, sixty nine, sixty eight in Vegas to finish in the top 20. 20. Out of 54 players on DraftKings, he's plus 110. I I, I I want a piece of the Surratt kid. I don't know if I want him to win this week, but I want a piece. Yeah, I don't think he's going to win, but I the the thing that he has shown is is that young kid has some dog in him. Yeah. I mean, he he came out right away, and he basically said, I'm I'm here. Uh, I mean, if, if we go off uh, the final round, um, I mean, the, in, what, what was the – where where was the first turn Mac guy? Mycoba. Mycoba, yeah. Um that was some dog stuff he did on the final round. Oh, dude. That was some dog stuff. And and if I call you a dog, like yeah, you you got something in you. He's he he's just in college. Like yeah, he's nineteen. Ago. He's nineteen. He's a young kid. He if if it was in Vegas, he wasn't gonna be able to celebrate because of the champagne. Like <laughs> I'm telling Terrell you, Hatton, you remember Terrell Hatton had to co-sign on his room when he was checking in at Vegas. Yes, he's like, 19. Th there's something about him that he 
he's not afraid. He obviously has the game, but the boy, the boy has some dog in him too. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, not outright win, but like, I, I envision him being consistent. I really do. The, the kid can play golf. Yeah, and I think he's one of these, and I talk about this a lot on our on our regular show. Like for the young guys, I like to see them late in a final round group, or you know, against a final uh, against a guy who they know is up on the leaderboard here at Lyft because shotgun. I, I would like to see him late on a third final round have to go toe to toe with the likes of Rom, DJ, Neiman, Brooks, Cam Smith. You know these guys, Bryson. And and probably not close the door one time, but feel it. You know, I, me and Pat talked about this last week with Jake Knapp. Yeah. You know, J- Jake Knapp's first four holes when he slept on the fifty-four hole lead on Sunday on the PJ Tour were were quite interesting. And not his, his his bodies were his body was doing weird stuff. Yes. And so I would like to see that first before I fire on the outright. Now, if he comes out and just doesn't go through that and then like skips puberty and goes all the way to like full on, you know, good God, he beats Rom or DJ late on a, on a third round. Like that's going to be shocking, but the kid is coming. He, the, he is coming. The thing that I loved, um, and not that he had to feel it, but in my I think it was, was it in the last round when he had that triple? Yeah. He four putted. Yeah, like- so he, so he had the triple and, and then he bounced back he had like five birdies in a row. The thing is, is that's when you, you kind of find something out about yourself. Um, You kind of search inward and you're like, what on earth is going on? I just let that like, yes, feeling it in a tournament against those, those big dogs, like that's going to be tough. But also like, especially as a young kid coming over and you're like, I just lost the tournament for our team. Yeah, like that. I would not be shocked if that's what went through his head. It's like, am I going to play or am I not? I remember fumbling in the AFC championship. And I and it was one of those things that I was like, okay, like I could totally fall apart or I can go out and do what I need to do. Now, was I a huge did I do tons of great things? No, but I had some big runs and it's like, and, and not to say that I was that dog. Caleb was much more of a dog in my Acoba than I was in the AFC championship to get us a Super Bowl. But that's when you know, because that's like, that's gut check. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I just lost our team millions of dollars. And then he said, no, I'm going to go rattle off some birdies. And he has played under, in some ways, that pressure is even more than the pressure of maybe playing against some of those cats. Maybe. Um, so the last time we saw Anthony Kim play on the PGA Tour, you were, I believe, in New England. Um, did you, were you, I mean, I know, I, obviously we know you're a huge golf nut. Were you a big golf nut then? Were you? I, I wouldn't say I am. I was to the level. Yes, I was though. Uh-huh. I, I, I was, I was a big golf fan since really since tiger so yes anthony okay. kim um bro this is wild isn't it wild to, to me like this has been a wild week in some ways it's been really exciting though now yeah. maybe he sucks i'm i'm leaning towards he probably doesn't like he, i feel like he's gonna figure some things out and it might be a little rocky at the beginning but like 
it's still as pure as pure can be when you see his swing. I saw a couple of coaches on, you know, just like Twitter, oh, Twitter coaches, you know, saying like showing side by sides. I think our friend Travis Fulton did like a side by side of his yeah. swing from Live versus his swing in like 2012, yes. and and a lot of similar looking positions. He still like chokes up on that driver, yeah. and um, you know, and and it's not a like we've like we've said a bunch of times. This is not an overly complex golf course this is not a super long golf course this is uh this is probably an interesting spot for him to to you know get out there and do it but you you gotta believe you know not having played a professional golf tournament or much less hardly shown your face in 12 years is going to do something to the to him you know it's at least round one um i don't know like what are your what are your like like if you were setting the over under of where he like where he finishes on this leaderboard because I was, he's, his top 20 number is like, uh, is like G max is plus plus one ninety to finish in the oh, top 20. Like what would you set as over under that? You'd be like, damn, I set a good line right there. I, I don't know because like, bro, I'm the guy like think of March madness, right? I pick with my heart sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and this, this is not a good question for me because my heart is I want Anthony can Anthony yeah. to win it. We yeah, all knew Danny Wood it was a big heart guy, man. We knew that, dude. Oh, I'm all heart. Um, yeah. let, let me say this. He's in order for him to come out and play, like, yeah, he's getting paid money, right? I don't know how all the insurance game goes. I don't know how all that stuff goes, but he doesn't have to play. Jeez. Right. <laughs> I don't know why that happens. But he, but he doesn't have to play. He, he really doesn't have to. No. There, there's got to be a little bit of competitiveness in him. He's got to still have some sort of talent. Like, he he has yeah. to. Um, I mean, top 20, like, that means he's beating still a good, a good amount of men. Like, yeah. what, 34 people? Yeah. I mean, high for it, – it depends. Yeah. But, but I'm saying – I would love it if he's hovering, like, just hovering around even par every day and maybe goes, you know, goes under par. Now, is that going to happen? We don't know. Yeah. But I wouldn't be shocked. And it's just more so where does that put him? I'd, I'd rather I'd rather be like, hey, I, I think he's going to top 30 in. I, I just I, – I don't want to – because we he hasn't played in a tournament in forever. Yeah. I, I don't think – I could be wrong. Maybe he is going to shoot a million over, but I, for some reason, I just don't think that's going to happen this first time. I don't think. I don't think he will. Leave. I don't think we're going to see like an eighty. You know, I don't, I don't think we're going to see an eighty. I don't. I don't even think it's going to be like plus four, plus four, plus four. You know, we're like everyone who, whether you're a fan of Live or you're not, if you if you are our age and you remember AK yes. on on Friday morning when you wake up. You, the first thing you're going to do is, or w- whenever you open up your phone, whatever that is, the first place you're going to go is where, what did Anthony Kim do today? A hundred percent. Because I think for you, it starts, what, what time does it start? Like two fifteen your time? Bro, there's some of me that wants to just like wake up early. I can't, I don't know. You're going to get to see all the highlights of it and all it'll be everywhere, you know? I agree. But I, I mean, the thing is like, it was so you, you know. Think he's gonna wear the belt buckle. 
I've, I, that would be sick. <laughs> well, what was he wearing? Vans out there, by the way. Yes, yeah, and like a t-shirt and shorts. Is it, does it make me want to start wearing Vans? Yeah. I can't. I can't act like I didn't want to start wearing Vans, hitting golf balls after watching <laughs> right. that. Like it was, right. it was kind of a savage move. He's just like, I have Vans on. I have incredibly long shorts, and I have a white t-shirt on. He did. He did. It's like he. It's almost like we froze him. Did did we freeze him? <laughs> And, and he's frozen, frozen in his long shorts. That was the 2000, uh, that, that was the earlier 2000 style. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's so unpredictable. I would love for a top 30 finish. Yeah. Um, it's just, it, it's, it's so hard to say since we haven't even, I mean, we've seen him swing a club once or twice on the range. That, that's what we've seen. Yeah. Um, but there's some of me that it's like, well, why would he come play unless right. he has it still? Like, well, I don't get it. And which you know, people are going to say money, and and you've already said like he probably doesn't need the money, which may or may not be true. But also, like I, I don't. If you're if you're AK, and you are this mythical creature now to the current golf community, and you have done a damn good job of being in hiding. I mean, like, no, I didn't. Did anyone know he was alive? He's like a he's a Sasquatch. I mean, he you have done this for for twelve years, and so to me, it's like if you're gonna do all that, and then just because you get a little change, you say, "All right, I'll I'll get back out in the open, and I'm probably gonna embarrass myself, but I need the money, right?" Like, so I I don't I can't imagine that he wants to be the player that he was, go into this, you know, decade and a half almost length of time where he's just in hiding. Yeah. And then come out and embarrass himself for a few million bucks. Yeah, I just I, I I don't, and I could be incredibly wrong. I just don't see that. Um, I will say this though: it's exciting for me as a I've been a lifetime Tiger fan, right? Like that Tiger definitely helped get me in the sport. And man, just the butterflies! Like, are you a big Tiger fan? Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe not as big, but uh, yeah, no. But I'm saying you you enjoy him. And, yeah. and every time, even now, while he's playing on one leg, basically, you're still watching. Hundred percent. And it's almost like you get butterflies just because you're like, this is like this nostalgia. Yes. Not even close to the same way, but after seeing Tiger exit, you know the yeah. Genesis. Riff. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like I have something like I was going to watch Live anyways, but mm -hmm. like. It gives me an extra reason mm -hmm. to be like, I really hope, like, just to look at the scoreboard differently or, or watch, maybe depending on, like, on the final day, I wake up a little bit early. And Dude, what, I mean, and let's just, let's just wet dream this whole scenario here. Yeah. What if, what if, what if he is actually good? Like, what if, what if there's a chance on the third round, you, you, he's even, Top, what if he makes top 10 and you're like he's oh. sniffing it and you're like, I've got to go. I've got to wake up for this. Oh, if he's top 10, I'll be waking up for something of it. Yeah. Like without a doubt. Yeah. And I mean, the leaderboards are so good at live anyways, because you have so many like really, really good players. Like now. Yeah. Like anyone that says like PGA, they still have a bunch of great players and new kids that are coming up, but like, Vegas leaderboard was an incredible. Like, 
Yeah, the, the PJ Tour has not gotten the leaderboards I think they wanted so far. Well, it's, it's, I'll, I'll be honest, and I'm still a fan of people on the PGA Tour. It's been hard for me to watch. Yeah, they, they need their stars to start showing up. Yes. They, they need the stars to start showing up. Now, I love I love the new guys. I, I love Jake Knapp. I'm a huge Jake Knapp guy. Um, that's obviously well-documented if you watch us. Yep. Um, Pat's big Jake Knapp guy. But um, – yeah, I mean they they from a tour product standpoint, they need they need their big names to start winning closing the door on golf tournaments. Yes. Or or even just having a little bit more in it. Yeah. But, so before before we get out of here, uh I was going to ask you this. Um you know, any anytime I do any live content, it, you know, I get people who are like, "God, thank you for doing this. Nobody's doing this. This is great." Of course, I get the haters. Uh, and of course, everyone's gonna hate us. And boy, at the Live Mayakoba event, when there was no PGA Tour action going on because um, of the way it all timed out. Yep. And I had the the outright on Neiman, and it was like a forty unit hit. I was sweating, and I'm watching it live, and you know, also live commentating on it on on Twitter and talking about the things I like, and the leaderboard was stout and things I didn't, you know, I obviously a tremendous amount of hate. So I was going to ask like, you know, do people, do people have people chirped you since we did our little, our little live hit? Are you getting any of that? You know, not too much. Some, I mean, you'll have your, you'll have definite, um, no profile pick guys, uh, mm. say like, Oh yeah, the money's coming from here. The money. And it's mm -hmm. like, Not that I have a card to, but like, I play professional sports and I know every single, what every single league's about and, and just what they do. It's all a business. Mm -hmm. I get why the PGA is doing what they're doing. Like I, I'm not, I'm actually not even mad about it. They're doing everything they can to make look, live, look terrible. Yeah. I, because their products, like, it's suffering. Like, not like, it's not like a terrible product, but I'm saying, like, huh. when you lose a John Rong, when you lose a Dustin Johnson, when you lose a, when you lose Cam, when you, well, you, you go from a, you go from a legit monopoly to now you have legit competition to a, to a mono instead yeah. of a mono, mo, monopoly. Yeah. Monopolies over at Live and the monos at PGA. <laughs> uh, Yes, there's people that do, but I don't I don't care because all I like, hey guys, like all no one knows where all this money, whatever comes. Like no one knows everything what everything is really going on. Just in anything, we're gonna get pushed what certain people want us to know or want us to think or want us to hear. Mm -hmm. Because let's just be honest, like even even with some of the NFL stuff, like when when I was playing, like there was certain things pushed on player safety, and and it's like, I mean, you could probably argue that certain things have went up concussion wise since they changed rules because you turn their head and next thing you know your temple's getting hit. But they're gonna they everyone wants everyone to believe what they want them to believe. Oh, it's getting safer. It's like ah, I don't know if it is. <laughs> So, so it's like, I'm okay if people are going to trash me or think I'm an idiot because I'm comfortable in um, yeah, what, what I believe. 
I just didn't know if they were hitting you, if they were getting you as hard as they were as as they were coming. Maybe not as hard as you, <laughs> but yes. but uh, and I'm very like people around here that are my friends that may not like live. They know they know what my beliefs are, mm-hmm. and mine is because hey, I think everyone should be allowed to have a CBA and the and live is the CBA for professional golfers. That's the way I look at it. I just love, I just think this is the most, like the thing that, that blows me away is that there are grown men who are real men. Apparently they have real pictures and you know, but there are grown men who have, (laughs) who decide that another grown man whom they do not know, they've never met. Yeah. They've never actually had a real conversation with, and they believe wholeheartedly that the, the the said grown man, who that person acts like and is on the internet, is who they are, and that that's all of who they are. Yeah. That because that grown man likes to watch and gamble on another golf league, still loves other golf league over here. I love I love PJ Tour and Lip. I watch them both. I gamble on them both. I love them both. I attend both events. I'm going to the Players Championship in a couple weeks. Can't wait. Just got back from Waste Management. You know, I'll probably go to four or five PGA Tour events this year. You know how yeah. many little events I'll go to? I'll go to one. Now, yeah. but because of because that because I like to gamble and watch this other golf tournament, you are in my comments telling me off, t- calling me a douche, telling me on you, and I'm like, what grown man? puts that kind of energy and cares if my best friend in the world, best friend in the world was like, I like, I, I, that, that's the equivalent of like my best friend in the world going, you know what movie really sucks? The other guys, because the other guys to me is the greatest comedy ever made. Bro. Other guys is unreal. It's unbelievable. And if he were like, that movie sucks. Gata. Yeah. (laughs) Which is better be wearing Jimmy's. If if that guy, if my best friend says that, I go, you know what? That is ridiculous. And I don't know what's wrong with you, but hey, we're still, we're still boys. I don't hate you. <laughs> like, like, and oh, I feel oh, passionately like- about the other guy. I feel more passionately about the other guys being the, one of the best comedies ever than I do Live or PJ Tour. Yes. And, and I still would not, I, I just can't, I can't even put myself in that place as a grown 40 year old man, but it just doesn't make sense because it's like, I, th- I think it's okay for me to like what I like. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, I, 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 me personally, I really just like golf. I do. I'm, I'm not lying to you. Like I love golf. So is that okay for me to like both? I think it is. And if you don't care, or I mean, if you care, I don't care. Yeah same danny this is fun thank you um hong kong is next week i'm not sure if i'll be able to cover it api is a huge week i'm gonna do my best uh me and you will just keep talking we'll see if we'll we'll have danny on again for sure for for more live action this year um but thank you for hopping on thanks everybody for watching like the video comment on the video subscribe to the channel if you haven't already all the links in the description if you want to know how to support the tour junkies and um yeah, let's bend over our bookies for live. We're one we're one for one. I didn't do a preview for Vegas, so I'm one for one. We we got a winner in one event. Let's have a winner. At least me or you, between all the names we listed, we should have one. We'll go two for two. All right. See ya.